Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Saturday, 31st December 2022. Our bit today comes from Philippians 4, verse 13, which says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Now, it's a wet, drizzly, and cloudy New Year's Eve in my neighborhood, but I definitely prefer that to the white stuff some people are getting and others have not dug themselves out of since the big snowfall on Christmas weekend. It's been a rough time for many North Americans. Thankfully, though, my area didn't get the snow others got. We just got rain and howling winds for a couple of days. And though the rain will no doubt dampen some of the New Year's Eve excitement, I'm sure it won't curtail the basic exuberance of many party goers who will party on come rain, snow, or shine. Anyway, since it's Saturday, let's take a look at the quotes our friend Anselm sent us this past week as he aspires to inspire us for a better tomorrow. And the first one says, belief creates the actual fact. Now, that's something that's spouted by the world, but it certainly isn't true. Yes, what you believe might become a fact to you, but that doesn't mean it's actually a truthful fact. For example, many people believe there is no God. Does that make it a fact that there is no God? Absolutely not. It's the same way back in time when they believed that the world was flat, but that didn't mean it was flat, although some still argue that fact today. And in today's confused society, there are so many truths that you will trip over them if you're not careful. Whatever you believe nowadays is considered the truth. That's your truth, but that doesn't make it factual or even true. The only things we can believe that are true and also factual are the words of God written in his venerable library. That's the Bible. Why? Because it's a collection of divine instruction. As Paul wrote to Timothy, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished or equipped unto all good works. And that comes from 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17. And that's where belief meets truth and facts. No other place. Then there's this quote. I'm not going to continue knocking on that old door that doesn't open for me. I'm going to create my own door and walk through that. Now, the first part of that statement makes sense. Why bother knocking on a door that's not opening for you any longer? However, the next part of the statement is somewhat tricky, especially if you are a believer in Christ Jesus. The world says that you must press ahead and open doors for yourself. But Almighty God desires that you wait and let him open doors for you. In his divine plan for our lives, he closes them 
and also opens them as he sees fit. And the worst mistake we can ever make is to try and open doors for ourselves that the Lord doesn't want us to go through or he's not ready for us to go through. And I can speak on that from personal experience. You'll just keep bouncing your head until you wake up and realize your mistake or he thinks it's time to open that door. Now, that doesn't mean you just sit and do nothing while waiting for God to open the next door. No, you prepare yourself through prayer and study of his word and whatever is behind the door that will be opened. For lots of time, the door doesn't open because you are not ready, knowledgeable, and experienced enough to manage the promotion that open door will bring. And the next quote advises, wake up determined, go to bed satisfied. Yes, that's certainly an interesting quote, one to which we should all aspire. We should be determined every day to do God's will, whatever it might be. After giving thanks for seeing another morn, then we ask for his purpose and guidance, our daily bread, so that we can fulfill his desires for that day. Then we get moving and are obedient to his will. That way we can go to bed at night satisfied. And in the process of doing God's will, the next quote tells us, do not allow people to dim your shine because they are blinded. Tell them to put some sunglasses on. Now, is that ever so true? Since in our daily journey, the enemy will send naysayers to be little or lessness in the eyes of the world. But once we know we are doing God's will, let's not allow them to do that. Yes, if they think we are shining too brightly, then they ought to put on sunglasses because Jesus said that we are the light of the world and we should shine, shine bright and sparkling all over the world. On the other hand, though, if they would just accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, then they'll be able to shine bright and sparkling like us. And the last quote says, not having the best situation, but seeing the best in your situation is the key to happiness. That certainly has some truth to it, because it's a proven fact that our attitude towards our situations always affects our reactions to them. And it's definitely key to our response. A negative attitude will engender or produce doubt, fear, and an inability to deal successfully with the situation. However, a positive attitude, though it might not change the circumstances, will allow you to think clearly and find a way out without the added baggage of fear and doubt. But overall, that consistent kind of positive attitude is only possible when Jesus is your guide and leader, since he's the one who empowers us to have that attitude. Please remember these words of Brother Paul, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Yes, it's true, Christ's power that we are able to stand strong and steadfast through whatever circumstances we encounter. It's true belief in his goodness and mercy 
like bro Paul says later on, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And we know that comes from Philippians 4.19. Oh, my fellow believers, we are living in a tough, cruel, and evil world. But if we believe the words of Jesus, like these enlightening and encouraging ones, when he said, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And we know that comes from John 16, 33. And you know what? Jesus has definitely overcome the world through his death and resurrection. So if we allow words like those to continually simmer and bubble in our hearts and souls, just ready to be used at an instant's notice, then we'll be able to overcome the hard knocks of life and enjoy the abundant life that he's promised. But it all depends on us on our sincere belief, trust, and surrender to him. Much love. And the postscript for today says, until you really get to know Jesus, you won't really know how wonderful he is. And that's the gospel truth, friends. It's like everybody and everything else. Unless you really get to know them or what stuff it is, you won't really know whether it's good or bad. And believe me, when you get to know Jesus, it's all wonderful. There's nothing bad in him. So please, let's get to it. Now let's get to living for him. Because that's our best option in this crazy world. And we pray that all of us will come together and get to live for him and start talking to people seriously about him in this upcoming new year so that they too can come to know and love him like we do. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.